Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Energy for Sales podcast. Tim Hooper and David Oliphant, your host, where we believe if you're not having fun in sales, you may be doing something wrong. David? Tim, absolutely. You know that to be true. Powerhouse guest today. Thanks for bringing him on. Wow. We've waited. He's here. Goodness. And, and we've had a powerful 15 minutes just getting this revved up and warmed up. And I've already learned so much from Mark Stiles, our guest today. Um, if you're not following his podcast, right after that, go over and subscribe to Elements of Styles because Mark is not just a podcaster. He's a husband, father, friend, entrepreneur, educator, and leader of an amazing group of human beings. His team has been delivering unique title services for over 20 years. And if you get around Mark, you'll know how powerful that word unique is. Um, he currently handles Massachusetts, New Hampshire, soon to be Florida and Colorado with this mantra. We want to go where people want to be. Uh, his business development strategy focuses on propping up his referral partners by creating a digital asset for them in the fo- form of guesting on his podcast. So like, subscribe. And if you have a topic or something to share, you're a producer out there, um, connect with Mark and get, get on the podcast. And he is a he has a great ability to highlight you. Um, he helps you to tell your story and then allows potential clients to get to know you, love you, trust you before ever meeting you. So get to know him. Um, he also has a real estate continuing education school where he brings lender partners in to interview them while delivering solid content, um, as well as the necessary two hours of CE credit for their realtor referral partners. So uh, just a man of value and uh, somebody that um, actually I'm going to shout it to Sam Trimble and, and Janelle Rosenbaum introduced me to this guy because Janelle and Sam's mantra is raise your tide and all ships rise. And when you get around Mark, you'll find that to be the case. So without further ado, Mark Stiles, welcome aboard. Wow. Poop. Thank you. That's an amazing, <laughs> amazing introduction. And, and folks, if you do find your way to the podcast, the one that's getting the most traction right now is Hoop. It is an amazing 40 minutes of audible sugar. It's brain sugar. It really is. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody, it's everybody's inspired by you, man. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing, sharing your knowledge, giving it out there. Mark probably well, asked one question and it went 40 minutes. That's incredible. <laughs> Touche, David. Touche. Hey, we did talk about that earlier as we were riffing, right? And uh, yeah, I, I fall into the trap of delivering a long-winded uh, answer to a short-winded question. And so, Mark, it kind of really tees us up into your the topic we're going to talk about today is in sales. We Number one, we don't like silence. Feel how awkward that ah. is? Like just 10 seconds, right? <laughs> and it's like senseless chatter starts happening, right? And I'm human. I don't like it either, right? So it takes somebody like David to hone our skills. Somebody who's been coaching for 30 plus decades. I mean, I mean years um, to, to, to hone our skills and sharpen us into, hey, be concise. Ask more questions than you make statements. And to do what Mark's about to tell us right now and ask ourselves this powerful question and the subject of or the title of this podcast. You've all been waiting to find out what WAIT means because you saw the subject line here. Okay, Mark. Big secret reveal. Why am I talking? So I learned a lot. I learned a lot once I started creating this podcast, this asset for the referral partners. You know, I'd get excited. I'd get a guy like Hoopon and I'd I'd jump in and I'd want to, 
I'd want to finish his sentence and I'd want to participate in his story. And I realized once I started listening to myself, I'm like, this is not something I want to listen to. This is disruptive and it's all over the place. And I, somewhere I fell upon this acronym and now it sits right in front of me when I'm when I'm hosting a podcast with somebody and, and I share it with them beforehand. So, you know, we get the screen going, I put it up on the screen. I say, I'm looking at this. So keep going. You're going to see me giving you affirmations of my head shaking and my, my hands going to keep going. I want you to keep going because this story is about you. This is all about you. We're creating a digital asset so that you could share it to everybody out there. You know, while you're sleeping, somebody's learning about you. You're going to get a phone call and, and, and they're going to say, I heard you on a podcast. I already trust you. I want to do business with you. It's not about me. And it was, uh, it was a wake up call for me. It was really challenging in the beginning, but now I've taken it into my everyday life. Every conversation I have, I think, why am I talking? Right. You know, you hear the uh, two ears, one mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And to be understood. Very interesting topic. I went to a two day conference and I showed the guys, I have this little card that reminds me, it has two words on it, it says stop talking. Hmm. And we really don't learn when we're talking. And most of the time, other people don't learn when we're talking. If we're in a sales or a learning environment, we need to learn. We need to ask those questions. You know, Tim, we've talked before, you know, the key is to ask the question that they've not been asked before. And it's so poignant that they just stop in their tracks. It's like, wow, no one's ever asked me that. And I, and I wish they had, because I need to address it. Can we speak, you know, can we talk about that? Mm. Mm. Talk about that unique, right? That we, in your bio mark. And, and that's, that's what you bring. You bring a unique element to title and at title services. And I think that so many people, when we were talking about this earlier, they're used to, so when I, when I get on the phone with somebody, it's like, you know, I'm VP with WFG, your rep, their mind automatically goes to underwriter rep, right? And sometimes it's like this, oh, the necessary evil person in my life, right? It's, and I, and I, I just say it that way, but it's like, they don't have time. I'm the last person they want to talk to because we're just one of the, you know, vendors, if you will. I mean, we're strategic partners, but we're been, but do you define yourself? Do you disrupt it to say, I want to get on and learn. So one of the things we did is I want to get on and learn about your vision and goals and how you're growing. Well, the whole conversation needs to revolve around them, not catalog of me. And it's so odd. They say you're so different because you're not talking about you and your company you're trying to get to learn about it's a different mindset mark so what so tell tell us from a sale and you coach sales people mark david you coach sales people um how does this apply from initial um phone conversation to mark somebody uh, that's a friend of yours who you're interviewing for a podcast the why am i talking how how, how do you ask yourself and remind yourself of that? Obviously, there's a time and a place to talk about, right? You and your company and how it aligns. But give us some structure around first connection to even talking with a friend you're creating a piece of marketing collateral for, like a podcast. Well, you know, it goes even deeper than that, right? It, it goes to your team. You know, you're in a team meeting and you want to interrupt and you want to finish their sentence. But it's so 
so very important to let them explain what they're trying to explain. You can bring it home, your personal level, friends, family, siblings, you know, listen to be understood. Stephen Covey, huge fan. We talk about uh, being proactive all of the time in our in our firm. It's part of our marketing campaign is to be proactive so you're not forced to be reactive. Mm. And, you know, the seven habits of highly effective people is, is you know, one of the Bibles for me. But um, when you talk about the acronym WAIT, this is an evolution for me, right? I mean, one of the things that we talked about before we got started is the the uh, battle to not be commoditized, right? Title, title insurance, you know, and title services is is susceptible to commoditization, right? You know, I deliver good service, I'll do it for free, mm. right? Or, or, or like you say, that phone call that comes in, it's like, oh, another title insurance rep, what are they? What are they going to offer that's different? You know, what value are they really going to bring me? And I love that you stopped yourself and and uh, corrected the vendor. I mean, the V word is not spoken in our office. And I've stopped um, potential referral partners in their tracks in a conversation and said, you know, we we don't refer to ourselves as vendors. We've, yeah. We we want to bring you value. The V word that we like is value. And we want to deliver that value. And, and you see us as a partner. But to, to come full uh, circle with what you're saying is it was a challenge for me to acknowledge weight, right? I had to listen to myself on a few early podcasts to realize that this is not an audible pleasure for me and it certainly won't be for anybody else. Mm. So what do I do? I remind myself, right? It's like anything, it's sharpening the saw, bringing Stephen Covey back into it again. But uh, but I have it written in huge font in front of me during a podcast. And, you know, it's Pavlov's dogs. It starts to, you start to learn and you create that habit. So now on the phone, you know, when you make that introductory call, you do that upfront contract, and you're setting yourself up for the next call, you're listening. Yeah. You're pausing, you're waiting, you're, you're, you're waiting for that objection. And, and then, you know, as you had mentioned in your, and I've used some of your uh, strategies already, is sit with me anyway. Mm. You know, and then that's the opportunity that you're really looking for, right? So you yeah. get that meeting, whether it's Zoom or it's that coffee, and you ask those questions. And you gave me a couple power questions. One of the ones that I'm really enjoying right now is what is your exit strategy? I mean, a lot of people have been really thinking hard about the future based on what we just experienced for the last 24 months. Like, what am I doing? Am I going to work right up until I die? Yeah. Or am I going to? I am. That's me. Yeah. And, and well, if you're, but if you're having fun, that's great. You know, if that's if that's what you're doing. But you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are grinding it out, and they're they're thinking down the road. You know, I don't need to go into the office every day. I don't need to do this. What what am I going to do? What's my five year, ten year? And let's yeah. let's talk about it because you know what, I can help strategize with that. And like you said, it's a unique question that nobody's asking them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm taking that, David. That's wow. Super, that's super strong. You know, my mind was going a couple different places. We had talked earlier about why that uncomfortable silence and why do people feel they have to talk all the time. I think part of it is, is nervousness. You know, no one likes that silence, although I was fine with it. 
you have to you have to learn to be fine with it. But then also, I think ego. We we talk a bit about ego and and you know, like they say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to go change rooms. So we kind of get that complex. Although, as a coach, we're expected to have the answers. We're expected, we're expected to have the answer like to everything. And so then you pull that into your personal life, and your wife really doesn't need answers to everything. It, she just needs you to listen. And so sometimes it's hard to cut that off. Um, That's right. That's right. And you know, and when you take it back to the sales context, you know, you, sometimes it's you don't know how much time you have, right? So you want to deliver the features and benefits. You want to give it, spill the candy, as they say, Ooh. as opposed to t- as opposed to step back and um you know and ask those those questions and ooh, we have an answer for that ooh, like i'll every meeting you start with a with a candidate with a a future client or client in presentations you need to ask we scheduled 30 minutes is do you do we still have that time and then if they say no i've got 10 well now i got to figure out how am i going to shrink that to 40 percent of that so i have some dialogue at the end those still you know if you don't ask you're right you want to just say everything and then you have nothing to say right and they've heard it they've heard it right you give good service great so does everybody else yeah tim you you look very intrigued right now okay so (laughs) yeah pow wow listen you said you mentioned earlier mark before we started recording about the limited versus the abundant mindset and you think about what you just said in the sales context i don't have much time here on the phone or i have limited time so i'm gonna dominate the conversation and get all my stuff in to get my spiel in guys mark this down right here and this is why mindset matters work for an abundant mindset you have as much time as you need and you you david what do you say we always earn the next conversation it's not about me even in the first or second or third Until I really get to know Mark, I have no right, no right sharing what I have. If I share what I have in the first conversation, I'm probably doing it wrong. And I'm probably not having fun, by the way. Um, But I'm probably doing it wrong. Get to know that person as much as you can. Is it three minutes on the phone? Get to know them. What's the best time to, what's the morning you set aside to strategically plan or to think about resources for the future? What's that morning for you? Um, who keeps your calendar? How do I get aligned and synced with you so I can get earn some time on your calendar? If you'll do that in your first three minutes, you've just earned immediate trust. You didn't go for, I got to dump all this stuff out because I only have three minutes on the phone. Now, in fact, um, stealing something else from Jeff Bajoric. Jeff, we got to have you back on the podcast and get on Mark's podcast, by the way, if you're listening. Um, to steal Jeff Bajoric's thing, he said, if somebody says, hey, you got three minutes, he's like, okay, never mind. Let's schedule, let's figure some time out to sit and talk like, thanks for making three minutes. Thank you. Hey, you interrupted my day, but you got three minutes. Go. Okay. Never mind. Let's see. When do you have 20 minutes? Because if you're interrupted or if I interrupted you, you're not listening to me anyway. And it'd be rude for me to start asking and drilling you with questions right now. So when, you know, so I love this limited mindset says I don't have enough time so I'm gonna do all the talking if I have time and know I can earn more then Mark why am I talking wait listen wow Mm. Mm. oh can we drill down into one other thing sure 
you said it took you personal acknowledgement. What was that like? Was that a little sick? Because I, I wrote this in the Painful. comments while you're talking. I've had the same thought listening back to some of our podcasts. And listen, David and I, we share the podcast. And a lot of it's unedited. It's just raw, right? We share the podcast. And I listen back. I'm like, ooh, I did cut that person off. Or ooh, I did answer the question. Or I went way too long and whatever, right? So tell me more about that. Because I've had that same gut check. I've had that same gut feeling. It's Do you think painful. people don't hear themselves? They don't. They they don't. And and a lot of people will do exactly that. You got three minutes. All right. Let me tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. We're gonna be free. And we're gonna blah, 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 blah. okay. Thank you. You know that was a complete waste of energy, a complete waste of time. And you're probably sitting on Hope Island now, thinking, of course they're gonna want to do business with us, right? Of course they're gonna want to do business with us. I was able to tell them that we do stuff for free. Why wouldn't they want to do business with us? Because you have no value. Like you're delivering no value. You're a commodity, right? But to, to sit back and listen, and I didn't at first because I was afraid to, right? But then I started listening and I was like, oh man, it's like fingers on a chalkboard. Like I wouldn't want to listen to this, you know? And, and we were, I was having fun with the guests. Like we were having fun. We were having a great dialogue. It was all over the place, but I was interrupting and, you know, jumping in. And, you know, it took me a few to listen and say, you know what, this isn't working. Like I'm not good at this. And, you know, and maybe I'm not good at having the sales call either. So again, it's, it's kind of, it's been really eye-opening and, and helpful in a, in a global sense for me. David. Talking. Well, I'm just thinking like with new people, they're nervous. They don't know the solutions that in depth, they might forget about the why. And so out of nervousness, they're going to talk and talking fills the space because, oh my Lord, they're going to ask me a question that I'm not going to know. It's, it's that, but you know what else it is? It's, it's the insecurity of like asking a question that you should know the answer to. Like, why are you asking this question? This is such a basic question in your industry, you know, but I'm asking the question because I want to know your answer to the question, right? I want to hear... I want to talk to you about this and dive in a little bit deeper. You know, what do you, what do you see coming forward in the next 24 months in the marketplace? You know, that's a great question, you know, but I don't know. I don't necessarily know the answer to that, but you know, um, how are, what are rates like this? You know, what are the rates going? You know, what's happening with the rates right now? I should know that answer, but I want to get them talking. Right. And, and you have that insecure feeling of, you know, even in the beginning, some of the questions I would, you know, um, you know, I know the answer to this, but, you know, for the listeners, you know, and it's like, don't, that's just garbage. It's, it's silly. Just be authentic and, and ask them, even yeah. if you know the answer, because you might not know the answer. It might be a different, unique answer from the person that you're talking to. Wow. Strong. Uh, I want to hear you. I was thinking response. back to the three, I was thinking back to the three minute, um, you got three minutes. I, I would take it something like this. Perfect. Are you in front of your calendar? Yes. Great. Uh, when do you have 20 minutes? Cause yeah. so now I'm, I'm going to take the three minutes and move it down to one to get that time. Yeah. Most people will just fill three minutes, 90 seconds, you know, three minutes of just stuff. Yeah. As opposed to it goes to, uh, to we, we've tran we've, we've moved from owning the sales process, which, is really is guiding the, the buyer journey, but owning that sales process 
that that's part of that. It's like it should be on your time. You need to you you need to bring back control. Um, you know, sales is like soccer. There's three things. They have the ball. We have the ball. Nobody has the ball. When we have the ball, we have to move up the field and score. When they have the ball, we have to get the ball from them and move it up the field and score. And when no one has the ball, I got to go get the ball. So owning the sales process, owning the buyer journey, making it comfortable. But, you know, um, so that's that's part of it. With, but we, you know, stop talking. Um, a little card. Um, wow. I, I really I really like the insecurity piece because I, I love that we're all especially newer you know you're newer in a sales role or newer to an industry um, or you just starting your career you know there's that insecurity right um, I always like to tell young sales professionals your newness to the industry is one of the greatest gifts because you can bring perspective and we've all become you know used to things or done a certain way and you can bring perspective as long as you come in confidently and 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 graciously challenge i you know there's some disruptors who are just flamboyant about it you don't have to be rude but you can graciously challenge the status quo with powerful questions well thought out questions and just practice there but you said something i loved it is i'm asking a question i should know the answer to or 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 maybe you think they're thinking in their mind man you're asking me a question you should know the answer to i just love like correct but I want to hear your response to that question. And if you could think about that every time you get ready to ask a, a dumb question, just think, are, would you call that person you're asking that question too dumb? No. You, you're asking them because they're probably one of the smartest people that, in your mind. And you're so think about it that way. I'm willing to ask a quote, air quote, dumb question because I want to hear this smart answer. So then, therefore, the question is smart, actually. So, wow, we only think it's dumb when we think we have all the answers. Wasn't the philosopher said, you know nothing? Like what, when you think you know, the man who says, I know, actually knows nothing. When you actually say, I know, you actually now know nothing. It, who, I, Plato or one of the guys who was executed, I don't know, it was super smart. Anyway. <laughs> I will say though, you have to do your research because there are some things that you should come into the conversation with. Yeah. Like if it's researchable, locations, size of company, something. I mean, I've seen it all too often. And I've seen in our world where we're creating opportunities for salespeople who are not reading the notes and then making the client go back through and asking the same questions as opposed to having the data. So there's a fine line between understanding their perspective of what the industry is doing versus basic things that we should in our research know a little about. Right. So there are sometimes, Tim, to me, some not the smartest questions. <laughs> there are some stupid <laughs> questions. <laughs> if you can yeah. research it, if you care enough to research it. You know, so I was more talking about um, the beginning stages of the podcast, right? I was right. You know, I'm this guy who's been doing this for 20 plus years. Right. And, you know, I asked this question. Of course, I know the answer. But I'm still asking the question. I had to put my ego aside with respect to that. What is that question? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Remember, I don't know. If I know, then I don't know. Touche. Wow. Nice. And I, and I, and I agree 100%, David, with you know your research and things. 
um, at, you know, you you actually taught us several things around the sales roundtable. Um, you know, from from what I from what I've researched, from what I've gathered, from what I see, I I, I assume this is the direction you're going. But I mean, what where where you got like you can give a little bit of a lead in to say I've done my. I tell people all the time, like, hey, if you see, I'll get on with somebody. I'm like, if you see that I just viewed your LinkedIn profile, it's so, it's so that I could talk intelligently about where you went to school. Ha, ha, ha. We got a brand new prospect, right? And they, you just go there. It's fun. It's like, but then it's kind of a fun way of saying I did my research on you, or at least I tried. But we all know that everything is not on LinkedIn. So tell me something about you I don't know. And you just go places. So it's just kind of fun. But you can... So David, you you did coach us, and and I, I remember some of those drills, right? Getting on the phone, and uh, from what I gathered, or you know what, we haven't touched base with you. Forgive us for nine months. Things have certainly changed, but the last time we engaged, it was on this opportunity. Has that been taken care of? Is it? So you're intellectually asking a question based on. So if you're a sales rep, yes, dig into the CRM. Do and by the way, use the CRM. Put your nose in there. Um, but dig into the CRM. Do your research. Go online. Look at. I mean. And, Mark, how many people now are using LinkedIn? I mean, you probably know the statistic. I mean, business people, they're updating that pretty regularly, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more activity. We just had a team call today and I said, you know, folks, you have got to update your LinkedIn because people are scrolling it. They're trying to find value and they're looking at you. And if it's blank, they're moving on. You know, so, especially if we're in a in, in a situation where one of the referral partners gives out three cards, right? Mm -hmm. We go crazy about the three card uh, salute, but um, <laughs> but if they're if if the person's savvy, they're gonna they're gonna search every all three of them. Yes. And you know, how are you presented on, on online? You know, it, LinkedIn's great. Sam's been great about that. I've been yeah. watching his stuff, talking about that. Sharp. I just think that it's too easy not to go to LinkedIn before getting on with somebody and just seeing what they're up to in the market. Yeah. You know, did they just win top producer award? Did they just win? I mean, they posting that stuff out there. And, and when we get on completely or, or something big in their life, I mean, I don't post much personal stuff. But when my wife ring the bell, finishing her radiation, such a big moment. And so many of my business network have reached out supporting us and all that. I posted that on on uh on linkedin for the way so there's like i mean imagine being like missing that and, and getting on right so do the research david i loved your point there but don't be willing to ask an educated educatedly educatedly stupid question <laughs> agreed agreed wow so why am i talking oh can i make can i ask one other thing yeah when you shared this with me a couple weeks ago when we did the podcast I thought, wow, what a great litmus test. If I was to say, why am I talking equals huge value. H, I don't know. Like if I'm talking, it should be delivering huge value. It's like a question to ask yourself, not just to remind yourself to be quiet, like it's their turn to talk, but also if I'm talking, I should have a really good reason, a really good why. Yes. Yes, 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 and yes. Because if I'm talking to fill space, if I'm talking to explain our process, then I'm not delivering value. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all about the questions, right? It's all about strategic questions.
questions to get them talking, right? At the end of the day, everybody wants to talk about themselves. You know, I can't tell you how many appointments I've had where, you know, you walk out of there and they're like, wow, really, really good guy. And they don't know anything about me, you know, because they talked the whole time, you know, whether it was successful or not, I don't, you know, I, I, I haven't been keeping track, but there's a number of times where I had that initial meeting and was strategically pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling and walked out and they hadn't asked me anything. Wow. Hmm. Wow. So I want to, I want to, I want to offer out to some of your, your title folks. Um, I don't know if you know, Pat Hyben, he does real estate rocks and he, he uh, delivers podcasts for real estate agents. I want to do that for your title agents down there. Anybody who is listening to this, I would love to help you deliver that piece of content and I'll do a title, title agent rocks segment of my podcast. Wow. And I'll, and I'll tell you what, there's, there's, uh, there's value for me too, right? Because every time I interview somebody, I learn something. And if I can learn something from some of the, my colleagues, my cooperators, right? We call them cooperators, not competitors. Um, then, nice. then, then we're, uh, we're, we're, we're going to have some value, um, received as well, but I'd love to do that for your folks who are listening to this, uh, reach out and, and, um, I would love to interview you and give you a nice piece because if you listen to Tim's David, wasn't kidding, you know, of the 40 minutes, you may hear my voice two minutes. He was awesome though. He was really awesome. Wow. Well, he makes me, he made me look good. He made me look really good and I didn't say much. Well, you teed up some great, you teed up some great responses, um, Mark, and the powerful questions you asked. And I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I really did. Um, so thank you for that. I am, it, you will see this on my LinkedIn profile because Mark is sending me all the links to share for the podcast we did together. So take it, take a listen guys. And, um, Mark, as we wrap up, so many good things. I mean, we could circle back on probably three or four topics you talked about. I love the three business card approach and things like that. We'll have to have you back on, I'm sure. Um, but as we wrap up, where can people connect with you? Uh, how can they connect with you? And we'll put that contact in the show notes, guys. So look down below. Uh, on all social platforms, um, you can find me on what is now the metaverse, uh, Insta, but LinkedIn. <laughs> For your folks, LinkedIn is is my uh, main okay. source. If you want to connect with me on that, we also have a direct to consumer YouTube page, that Styles Law on YouTube, where we do two or three minute uh, FAQs, which we have a little bit of fun with. Subscribe nice. to that; that would be awesome. Every week we put out a new one for folks. Uh, but but connect with me on LinkedIn, and I'm I'm being very serious uh, for the title folks in the Mid Atlantic region that uh, Tim and David work with. Um, I, I want to put that I want to put that out there for you and make myself available to help you with your content and deliver a nice, nice piece of uh, digital content for you. Beautiful. Thank you, David. Any, well, anything? I think you find them on Tinder. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't, didn't you hear my, didn't you hear the intro? Come on. <laughs> no. Husband and husband and father. I know. <laughs> None of us are on there. Matt, Matt, Matt of with, our, right? with our real names. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that was I, I mean, yeah. No, it's, it's, it, this is fantastic. You know, I'm looking at my card, my stop talking. We've probably never had a podcast where everyone was so polite and there's those one or two second pauses. Normally we're just all over each other. Tim's fighting for space. I'm fighting to bring him down out of space. 
but it's an important topic. We, yeah. um, and, and you know, sales leaders, when we, when we notice our people, whether that be in your team huddles, if they're doing a team huddle, they're probably doing it on the phone. If, if, if you're not shadowing or have a mechanism to, to listen to recorded calls, they're probably doing it on the phone as well. Um, we're a phone based. And if you're doing it in person, we've all seen that. Yeah. So, fantastic. Wait, why am I talking? Why am I talking? Powerful. Well, thanks again for your time, Mark. Thank you all for listening. Hey, How about Golden this- Nuggets? Golden Nuggets. Oh, well, we're coming back. So, Mark, get a golden nugget ready. Get yeah. a golden nugget. Thank you, David, for the reminder. <laughs> yes. Guys, follow along. Take this podcast link. It's real easy to do. Just scroll down, swipe up, hit share, share link, copy. Text this to three people. Just three people that come to mind that you know would value this. Maybe some sales leaders who have people that they coach and mentor and train. Send this to them and uh, take some of this gold that we've heard today. So as we wrap up, yes, Mark, you get the microphone for one last golden nugget, something you want to leave the audience with. Or two. Or two. It can be a run on. (laughs) Um, Jeez. Golden nugget. A value bomb. What can I deliver as a value bomb for you and your folks? Cut yourself some slack, right? Some of the times when you get through the day and you feel like you might not have been as productive as you may have, take yourself off the hook a little bit and know that tomorrow is another day and then you can dust off and go get that win tomorrow. But don't beat yourself up if you get through a day and you didn't feel quote unquote productive. Boom. Catch yourself some slack, folks. Thanks, Mark. You know, I appreciate you both very much for having me on this. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you all soon. And David, I'll see you very soon on the show. I've got it. Thanks. All right.